previously on Live at 605. Happy <laughs> verbs. So, John Mallon and Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 21, episode 3 of Live at 605. You doing all right over there? I am, but it's such a different world to have the headphones on and have the actual sound effects in real time versus in post-production. So it just makes me so excited to hear my best friend Snooky right off the top. Exactly. I still love this roadcaster, the soundboard. We'll we'll probably talk about every every episode (laughs) this season just because of how much I love it. But this is season 21, episode three. We're Mm -hmm. kind of, this was going to be the roomies episode, but now we kind of changed it to be a different episode. We have to to inform our roomies that we want them to be part of the roomies podcast. Exactly. And then episode four, we actually recorded two weeks ago. We're just kind of putting everything all over the place. But I'm your podcaster, John. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. And I am Val Gomez. And you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ValGomez23. Oh, good old TikTok. Totes. And if you want to have fun with the actual 605 page, follow us on Instagram. We're at Live at 605. We're doing lots of fun reels and, and posts and stuff for us there. So check us out. Check Vaccine us- Chasers was an awesome one. Yeah, we did really real. well. Yeah, we, we had a couple unwelcome people leaving comments on Instagram, but we won't give them any time no. of day. But I would say you can also follow us on Facebook. We're facebook.com slash live at 605. But I must say, Facebook is a bunch of snitches and rats. And I, I very much dislike Facebook. I know I always talk. I, yeah. I, I want to pull our, our page down from Facebook. Well, it's not even Facebook anymore. It's meta. Well, exactly. Well, isn't Instagram also Meta? Yeah, I think it's powered by Meta. So let me just a quick, quick little rant here about Facebook, and then we'll get on with everything. Just because mm-hmm. it really quite annoyed me. So, on Facebook, there was a cool feature for the Facebook page for six hundred five, where you could post uh, your. RSS feed of the of the podcast, and that way every episode comes up. So if you go to the Facebook page, you could click and listen mm-hmm. to our all two hundred plus episodes on the Facebook page. I'm like, okay, of course I'm going to do this. It's just another way for people to listen to the podcast. And I posted it, and I went to bed, and I think two days later I woke up to like fifteen emails. <laughs> and I'm someone who deletes all my emails, and I delete your emails because. <laughs> Sometimes I get, I was just like my Gmail, like John's not going through my work. No, email. No, no. <laughs> it's because you, you were signed up for so many like, uh, accounts. And yeah. sometimes we were like, we look at, we have to go through your email, whatever it is. I'm mm. like, wow, you got like 30 unanswered emails. You're like, oh, they're just like stuff. Spam. I said, so I spent like a whole afternoon mm-hmm. unsubscribing you and it felt so satisfying. <laughs> yeah. And then I think yesterday you're like, I had no emails this I morning. I know it was like, it's such like a different world. <laughs> So I wake and I'm someone who had, oh, I like to have zero emails when I wake up in the morning or delete them when I go to bed. And so I woke up and there's 15 emails. I'm like, well, what the hell is this? And they're all Facebook notifications uh, of Facebook being like uh, copyright infringement, copyright infringement. I'm like, what the hell? What dun, we? Dun, dun. Exactly. It's just like, what the, what the hell? Nope, that's not right. <laughs> Aren't you labeling them? That's not the right one. Which one do you want again? Dun, dun, dun. I don't have that one. I have to get it. Oh, my God. Episode five, we will have it, and then it'll be. Thank you. So I get all these emails from Facebook saying that basically they ratted us out and said that in our because we play a band of the week, mm-hmm. they snitched on us and said all these 
episodes that are posted on our page, you can't have them here. And so I had to unsubscribe our podcast mm. feed from the Facebook page. I just think it's a bunch of BS because again, if you go to Instagram and you make a reel, you can use any song by any from the darkness yeah. to, to the beat. I could have a Beatles song, but if I put, if I did that on Facebook, they would shut me down. Which is also weird because in an effort to advocate for new music, you're actually promoting it in the podcast. We're not even using it. For well, like well, the things. main thing is we're not selling ads. We're yeah. not making money based off of anything. Like we don't, mm-hmm. we don't make any money off this podcast. Anything. We're doing we're it for lo- the love of the game. We're losing money. We got to sell that mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, we even give an update on the mic after. Yeah. But yeah, it's if if we were like selling ad time, I'd mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, we probably shouldn't be posting music because maybe we're selling whatever. Mm-hmm. But we're not. We don't make money off this podcast. No. We do it for the love of the game. So, anyways, Facebook y'all are a bunch of bitches. For taking down my music or my podcast episodes. And that's not even our sponsorship. No, it isn't. So do you want to just give out, go right into the sponsorship? Yeah. You do? Okay. So this is our sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. I feel like this is like 10 sponsorships in one. It's kind of like (laughs) four different things that happen to us. Well, I also feel like it's all of the same accord. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? Because it's all the 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 drivers, right? Yeah, we had some a, a string of really bad drivers around us, and, and it was all in the span of like one week, a week and a half or so. But there was something going into 2022 where we're like, and we said this in 2021, I think. Like, right? People are just becoming like they don't give a fuck. Right? No, of course so not. So it's like you're driving, you're you're not paying attention to street signs anymore. You're like jaywalking everywhere. Like humanity's gone to the shits. Yes. A little bit, but mainly for driving in the streets. Yeah, and so do you, do you, so let's get into it. We should go in chronological order. So yeah. I made notes and you can uh, I can we can go over it together if Totes. you got a better story, but the first so this these stories all happened in one afternoon. What? <laughs> I love the way that sentence came off. It's like, we can do it together if you have a better story, which really implies I have the story so you can jump in. That's why I'm, no, but I, <laughs> I have them in order here. Oh, okay. So I'm going to give you, I tee it off for mm-hmm. you and you just, I lob it to you and you hit the home run. Oh, okay. And then it's all. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> so this is on a Saturday afternoon. We were driving down our street, which is one of the main streets. And all of a sudden, past the lights, we see two giant trucks. Do you remember? Two giant moving trucks. Yes. And so... This is so annoying. We, okay, it should also be known, we've had Snowmageddon. This was pre-Snowmageddon. Was I thought it was still Ooh, first me, no, week, you're week right, you're one right. of Snowmageddon. We, you're right, correct, correct. Which is why it became even more intense. Exactly. Because those two trucks were out more. Well, should we talk about Go Snowmageddon then? So... Uh, this your, your notes are failing you. <laughs> I have Snowmageddon, but not. <laughs> but you're correct. This happened after Snowmageddon. Should we tell <laughs> anyone who's not living in Ontario two weeks ago? Or the eastern sideboard. That's true. We've there's been a lot of people uh, in somewhere in, in Africa who's been downloading for for us. Really? Yeah. There's Kenya? been a lot of. No, uh, I can't remember blah, where, but there's there's been a lot of a lot of great downloads internationally since we came back. A lot in Europe, a lot just throughout Africa and everything. So cool. shout out to everyone on the other side of the world. We applaud you. So in Canada, in the eastern Canada, eastern Canada, a couple of weeks ago, we were told to beware because snowmageddon will be hitting. I think it was on a Tuesday or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm from Ottawa, where 
when they say there's snowmageddon, there's going to be a lot of snow. But as someone who's lived in Toronto for like 15 years now, snow. when they see, say it's going to be snow, it's like, it's almost a joke, like calling the army because yeah. Toronto got 10 centimeters of snow. And like, lest we forget, John and I don't have a, like a garage no, or anything, parking. outdoor parking. And we have one tiny red shovel. <laughs> we hijack our neighbor's shovel. 100%. We might as well have two spoons. Well, the shovel was left over from the previous owner. Yeah, so we're I mean, not complaining. No, we could also buy a new shovel. <laughs> 100%. But, we're just not. <laughs> so we're told, okay, Tuesday it's going to be, no, I think it was whatever. Tuesday is going to be crazy snow. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'll see it when I, I believe when I see it. Do we not wake up Tuesday morning and it has just blanketed snow all over totally. our front area there. And so I think this was the thing. It was one of those nice universal work things too, even though we're like yeah. for the majority of us, we're working from home still. It felt like everyone was dealing with the exact <laughs> same thing at the exact same time. So it's like true. John and I, we have a tiny little pathway we need to shovel, but yeah. we're like, should we go on our like morning seniors walk right. that we do every day? And it was like crazy pants because nothing was shoveled well, or it, plowed. I, I can repost the video, but if you go to our Instagram uh, to the 605 page, you'll see a video of us, of you walking through the snow and it's a real, and that's, that was snowmageddon. So if everyone check it out, like that's what we were dealing with. Just go to the 605 yeah. Instagram page. You'll see it. And at the same time, we were also helping our neighbor dig out his car. Cause he that's actually right. had to go and Blow like some shit out or something. Yeah. Right. He's like, I gotta go to the dump. Yeah. He's like an electrician and he had a bunch of stuff in his truck. So we were like, you know, doing the neighborly thing, yeah. right? Try and help out your neighbors. Exactly. So it was crazy snow again. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of shoveling. We had to shovel our, our balcony upstairs, shovel the front walkway. We got two walks in that day though. Totally. So fast forward to Saturday and there's still just like a shitload of snow mm-hmm. everywhere. And we're driving down the street, a pretty major street. It's already closed off because of these giant snow banks. We see these two giant moving trucks just basically parked in the middle of the, of the road. In the middle of the road. It's bananas. Like I, I'll give it to the city of Toronto there was obviously a deficit of like people employed to plow, mm. right? And then priority areas, which is probably not ours, yeah, is you know first in line. However, our stuff was never plowed. We, like, <laughs> it was like two weeks, and still like there's like literally the snow is just flattened by all the cars driving on it. Basically, this is plows plowed everywhere, and then this was our street. You need better crickets. I know. This is, this is what came <laughs> with Roadcaster. Like All right. Well, it was more like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those two trucks, it's like a giant u y like. Yeah. Just moving, moving trucks. Just giant, not, not like the small ones, but like the big daddy ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would call them zaddies. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just like it stopped a lot of traffic because you'd have to like do stop and go. And you're like, okay, cars coming north. Let them, yeah. those six cars go and then we'll go. And we had to, we we're going grocery shopping. So it was like the least of our inconvenience, but it kind of teed off the rest of the day. So it kind of, mm-hmm. everything escalated from what's like. All right, well, that's kind of annoying, but whatever. People are moving and they're on a street, that was, street. But it was just more like, man, maybe it'll get better from here. Or is this really going to be the start of something silly? That was the highlight of our day for totally. as, as, as far as shit stuff going. So then next, fast forward to the end of the day. We're now in Mississauga and you are driving and we just got a car wash and you need to make a tough left turn out of the car wash. Okay. And facts. 
these are suburban streets. There yeah. is possibly like four lanes. Of course. Right. And then like advanced greens yeah. to make a giant like left-hand turn, et cetera. Right. And so I think it was like, we can say it, it's like the Mavis and Dundas intersection. Yeah. Right. And so there's, if we're coming east on Dundas at Mavis, right. And we're in the far left lane. You're missing no, I'm missing, you're, you're missing the, the, I'm missing the first part. Okay, Go for here. It. So basically you're coming out of the, the car wash and you mm-hmm. need to make a tough left turn yeah. where you have to drive across an intersection, but there's a red light and that red light's notorious for being super long. Like it yeah. might be, you might be stuck at that light for like no joke, five minutes before yeah, it turns green. It definitely favors the people going east and west. Exactly. So there was all these cars lined up. So if you were to make the left turn, you couldn't because there was cars in a line past where you were turning. So what I suggested to you, I'm like, make a right turn. There's no one coming down the street, drive past the cars and do like a, uh, like a Yui. Mm-hmm. And so you do this. In a Yui safe zone. <laughs> yeah. There's two big giant lanes on yeah. each side. So you're going, and I'm like, oh, there's two cars coming towards you, but they're like a hundred feet away. They're not even close. Mm-hmm. So you go, you turn right out of the, the intersection there and you do this, a really good U-turn. And then these cars are now 40 feet away. Yeah. And that's even making it sound closer than it was. Do they both? And then you make the U-turn and you're in the left lane, not blocking the right lane at all. Do these guys not like lay on the horn yeah. at you? Oh my God, I forgot about yeah, that Yeah, that's part. what I was talking about. They Sorry, laid on I, the horn. I was thinking I know, of the guys the next are going, part. yeah, the next part. So these guys lay on your horn and I'm like, you're not blocking anyone. The right lane's yeah. open and they, they drove past you. It was so weird. But you I didn't, totally you didn't slow them that. down or anything. Nothing. But what happened was this same very red light this is what you were alluding to. So, yeah. so this happens 10 seconds later. I think our our light hadn't turned green yet. We had went, yeah. So th- basically the light turns green. We're so far back. We get stopped at the red light, I think. And then so it's now the other intersection's green. And then uh, it's about to be our turn. Sorry, I'm telling this bad. But going east and west, the lights turn red. And they turn red for about 10 seconds. Yeah. They're, it's basically they were super red and we were turning and the cars coming east and west, the ones who are at the red light, first in line, they still just go through the red light. They blew through it. And it wasn't like it was yellow and they went through it. It wasn't even like a it just turned red. Nothing. No, like it, it, our light was fully yeah. green and we're about to turn left on a pretty big intersection. And these guys blow th- two, two cars. Two cars. And then we were like, okay, so now if we're in the far right lane, we have to go to, sorry, if we're in the far left lane, we have to go to the far right lane. They're in the far like opposite of us. And so now we're going to the next intersection, which for them is a red light to make a left left hand turn. Very, very, very very major intersection where there's like six lanes on each side. This is Mavis and Dundas. We're going south on Mavis. Do we not see these cars? Literally the same two cars that just ran the red light make a fucking on a red light, a left hand turn up Mavis. And again, it wasn't like it had just turned like, it was a full blown red, and they just whipped right through it. Like, oh my god! Like it was. What the fuck is happening? It, it was quite jarring to see because it was su- going through a red light straight was dangerous. Yeah. But making this left turn on a huge major intersection, like these guys are crazy. Like it was, and to the point where I was like, why can we not? Like that's where you're like, where are the cops are the- when this happens? You just hope that maybe there's like red light cameras there, but. I was like, did these guys rob a bank or something? Like they were totally. driving as if they had robbed a bank or, or committed a crime or something like that. 100%.
But then it got even worse. It gets even worse from there. So then later that night, so um, what you call it? We say bye to my mom and yeah. we're like, oh, I can't get worse than this. Like driving back to the city. Yeah. No problems driving back to Toronto no. whatsoever. We then we're like, okay, what should we do for dinner? Let's get blondies. blondies. Right, so we live where. Oh yeah, we don't. Doesn't yeah. matter. We live in where. There's like four blondies. We oh live. shit! Yeah, that's yeah. right. But so, anyway, so we're going to the blondies. Yeah, and it's like obviously because again because of snowmageddon there's well, nowhere to park hold, no hold on i again this is why i made the notes you're forgetting another story on the way to blondies what happened so you had driven during the day you experienced all that stuff so i'm like let me no wait sorry you were driving the blondies. Driving. all right all right because you didn't want to go into blondies nah. so on the way to blondies there was this car in front of us that was driving 20 oh, kilometers yeah. but he would put on his turn signal go left and he wouldn't go left or he put on his four ways and like i think people started honking us again yeah. and we're like dude like what are you doing like we were trying to honk this guy and this is on the way to blondies that was my thing oh, okay so, so i was just like people are asking for me to punch them so then anyway we get to blondies there's nowhere to park usually when there is no snow well it's a saturday night so everyone's getting blondies so it's just like they're on like um in like a next to like a really small side street. So it's mm -hmm. like sometimes you can park on the side. Sometimes you have to park down this street. And sometimes you just have to like walk a little bit away to get to the Blondies. Because there's always lots of busy. There's no parking spots. There's no parking. You have to street park. So then I was like, okay, I let John out of the car. There was like a bunch of like, like a smaller area. On the side street. On the side street that kind of had been like flattened by yeah. the people driving. And I saw somebody behind me, like kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I will go a bit more forward. Yeah. Right. It's a one-way street. Yeah. First of all, it's a one-way street. I totally forgot about this. Yes. It's a one-way street. I like basically pull as far as I can into like a Titanic size iceberg. Right. But you park, park. Yeah. But you do, you park. So there's enough space for people to drive past 100%. you. 100%. Buddy pack parks behind me. Yeah. Right. And I go run inside and I'm like, okay, I'm trying to be quick because I know how tough it is because you're in a one way. It's a lot of snow. So I'm like, okay, let me get in and out real quick. Mm -hmm. So I grab her pizza and as I'm coming back, I'm like, okay, I can see there's like cars coming. I'm like, let's get in here. Let's get the hell out of here. So mm -hmm. I, I come over and as I'm opening the car door to put the pizza in, this guy pulls up next to us a little, like maybe five feet in front of us. And if all the cars on this side of the street are parked on the right-hand side, this guy parks on the left-hand side of the street, essentially blocking anyone. anyone. From, and so we get in the car and I'm not really paying attention. I just see this guy. And then as we get in, I'm buckling up. We see we're not going to be able to get out because there's a snow bank yeah. on the right side. And this guy's parked on the left, blocking anyone. Mm -hmm. And like the guy walks past us and we we're trying to like, we don't have time to like roll down the window, but like, oh, excuse me, you're, you're in our way. So, you're, we're like, okay, what should we do? And I was really just pissed off with I everything going on. you were like on. so crusty from the day too. So I was like, well, I'm going to go find this guy and tell him to move his damn car because he's blo <laughs> he's blocking us. He's block. There's nothing we can do. And what's it? Every car that's on the street parks on the right-hand side. He's blocking anyone. Yeah, and I'm he's like, blocking traffic in a one-way street. And he was, it wasn't like he jogged to the people. Like no, I saw he him. was he, like, he didn't give loitering. a shit. So I get out of the car oh, and man. I'm, 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 I got a piss on right now. Yeah. Cause I'm just, it's annoying. Like, let us go home. What, why is your time more valuable yeah. than our time? And as I'm walking up, I see him coming out with his pizza and I say to the guy, I'm like, Hey, you're blocking us in. And he's like, no, I'm not. What the fuck? And I like, said, no, you're yeah. blocking us. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, there's a snowbank. Your car's How old do you think he was? He was our, our age. He was hundred percent our age. And I'm like, what are you doing? And like, I got, I got pretty testy with them. Like, you got to move your car. He's like, and I, all I wanted him to say was, well, I'm so sorry. Let me do that right now. And he's like, 
he was giving me all, all this attitude back. I'm like, well, what do you, I can't even remember what I said, but I, I got out of the car and I was like pretty pissed off with them. Well, and so what I was going to say was, sorry, this thing is like, that's all right. Um, what I was going to say was, is it's very uncharacteristic of John to like get out of the car and say something. Cause one of the things we always talk about is like in this day and age, you just never know what's yeah. going to happen. And you're very much like not confrontational that way. I would say, whereas I'm like, get me in there yeah. kind of thing. And so I was like, Whoa, there's my man, you know, fight for justice. Right. But then this is an, another point where this guy to John's point was just like such a dick. And he didn't even rush out of there. Like he just took his time, got in his car and, mm -hmm. and I'm like, just say you're sorry. Becca. You know, I'm sorry, man. I thought you had enough room to get by. He didn't say anything. No. I'm like, I'm like, you're blocking us. Like, can you move? Like, let's go. And he's just like, no. And like, he was giving me all this attitude. I gave him some back. And like, I tried to keep my cool. I wasn't like, well, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. I just like, can you, you're in our way. And he's just like, no. Yeah. And, and it, so like, this is the thing I think what, like it, it was so annoying, Yeah. but at the, two things ran through my head. One, when people say that it's almost like, and we kind of spoke about this. We need to almost be like, no, mm. a simple thing to say, sorry, you're yeah. in my, like, yeah. sorry, I did that versus like engaging further, like just mm. call out the problem. Yeah is one thing. And then the second thing I said was, I wish I was like a cop or something on the side. So you could like pull out and be like, bro. And then like flash the badge and be like, get the fuck out of the way and mean it yeah. with some sort of authority. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was super annoyed. He took his sweet ass time getting out of there. Yeah. And then he was driving like the same direction we were driving home. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, maybe it's our new neighbor. And then he peeled off somewhere else. And then the, the cherry on top of that was as we were driving back home, what did you see running across the street? Blah, Pazuzu. Yeah, that's right. We saw a, a damn raccoon. <laughs> and all, all this happened in within like three hours. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't our favorite day. No, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> But it reminded, should that be our sponsorship? That's our sponsorship of the week. That is right. That is. Sponsorship of the week. So our next story is just a quick little, I think, I, I'm trying to think of what this episode should be called. It's almost like the pet peeves, although I think we've done an episode called yeah, pet peeves. Yeah, we've already called it. We can't, I guess we can't call it triple stabbing. <laughs> well, we'll get to that one. The, the main story this week is, we were unfortunately witnesses in a triple stabbing. The like primary witnesses. Yes. And we haven't been able to tell it until now because of just legal obligations. But anyways, another quick story I wanted to get out there of just really shitty, annoying drivers. It's more just about people just owning up and saying, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And I think you and I are good if we ever screw up or do something wrong. Yeah. Just being like, oh, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry about that. So we, this time I was driving. We were driving somewhere. It doesn't even matter. Mm -hmm. And again, we were kind of like on a small side street waiting for a light. And there was a guy behind us. No turn signal on. The light is red. It turns green. And I'm not someone who's like quick on the horn. Like I won't mm -hmm. honk right away. But the guy was sitting there for about four seconds before he moved. And you're like, okay, well, honk him. So I honk him, honk him again. And then he starts to move up. But he's just like sitting there with no turn signal on. And then, then he turns left and he yells out. He's like, fuck you. I'm turning left. And I, I think I rolled down the window. I'm like, you don't have your, 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 your fucking turn, you don't signal. Have your turn signal on. So you just put yeah. it on next time. He's like, screw you. Fuck you. I'm like, dude, put on your, I know he had no turn. Sig if he had turn signal on, I wouldn't have done anything. Cause 100%. then, you know, he's turning left and he's waiting for cars, but just more examples of people. Well, just even being, yesterday. Well, yeah, just don't, don't give out the actual license. I plate, won't give though. out the license plate, but needless to say, it was one of those dick bags with like a custom license plate. Yes. So anyway, 
Um, and the name was Douchey. Is yeah, all you need to know. Super Douchey. Super Douchey. It's like the episode of Seinfeld with the license plate is Ass Man. <laughs> yeah. Basically, the license plate was Ass Man. Yeah, we'll let's just say, just say that. that Ass Man. So I was parked behind Ass Man in the next row. Well, you and I always, when we park nine times out of ten, we back into a spot so mm. we can pull out of. This guy pulled into a spot, so he has to now back out of it. Hundred percent. I get. We get into the car first. We're in Etobicoke. Me, you, and my mom get into the car first. I'm ready to drive out. I literally start driving out. This ass yeah. man is not even moving. No, 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 point, not at all. Right? And so I'm like ready to go. I have my signal on to yep. turn left. Right? I'm literally making the turn and fucking ass man just starts backing out. He does. And I was like, what the fuck? So I honk him. Yeah. He doesn't even stop moving. No, he doesn't. So, you have so to... I had to like honk him and reverse in real time. Yeah. Right. And he did not give a fuck. It was as if no. we were in a fucking football field mm. and it was empty and ass man just had the yeah. whole field to himself. Yeah. He did not respond. He did not give a quick sorry about Nothing. that. He just. But his peripherals were gone. He just, he, I don't even think he cared. He just like, I'm just totally. going and people, it's his world. It's ass All, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's ass man's world. <laughs> it's basically all these are examples of like it's your guys's world we just live in i'm so sorry yeah. to bug you guys so sorry i honked you because you didn't put your signal on i'm so sorry you blocked us in you're right go get your mm -hmm. pizza our pizza should get cold because yeah. of you, you you and everything so it's just annoying well i mean one could argue that this experience getting to our main story is like do you want to get into the main? I have other notes. We can blow. Do you want to talk about truckers at all? Or Oh, yeah. We could just go over that lightly. Yeah. So, again, this weekend, right now we're recording. You know, this episode's coming out this week. So, it's February, Sunday, February 6th. Mm -hmm. And yesterday on Friday, February 5th, there was a bunch of large protests happening in downtown Toronto. Oh, busted. You just dropped some water on yourself there. Yes, I did. Good thing we're on our leather daddy couch. <laughs> So uh, people probably read, uh, it's a pretty big story, but last week there was all these truckers and protesters. Freedom Convoy. Free, freedom Convoys drove to Ottawa and parked on Parliament to protest all the vaccine mandates and everything. And for good or for bad, whatever, you have the right to protest. Maybe you don't have the right to deface, you know, statues or stop people from getting to work if you're a healthcare worker. Yeah. Besides the point. Uh, this past weekend or yesterday, it actually, the truckers and protesters made their way down to downtown Toronto. Mm -hmm. And um, again, if you have the right to peacefully protest, but when you hear stories about, oh, you know, they're protesting next to like hospital, hospital road where it's like, okay, and doctors and nurses and healthcare providers shouldn't be wearing their work outfits because they might be harassed. Like that's where it gets silly and stupid. And you're like, just please let these nice people get to their work and let the sick people get to the hospital so they can be treated. Yeah. And, you know, follow the actual research and like, you know, don't lean into misinformation. But anyway, it was the protests. I didn't even remember the point of the story. Well, I don't know. We were, we were out in Mississauga yesterday and then oh it's just like yeah, trying to find a way. Well, driving to Mississauga, we saw all kinds of truckers on their way it into the crazy city. crazy pants. People with flags and... I was trying to see, it was mostly Canadian flags, but there were some like far right 
yeah. Canadian government uh, flags that we, we and seen. some U.S. and some U- very yeah. right right wing flags. Exactly. So we're like, okay, well, we're driving against it, so this is this is fine. But, but then on the way home, it was actually really lovely. Your aunt Jay was giving us like <laughs> as if she worked for like like six eighty news that, in a helicopter. In the, yeah, yeah. In, in the helicopter. <laughs> She's giving us like actual play by plays of being like, don't take this exit. Make yeah. sure you like go above <laughs> the traffic. Like you know, where are you guys right now? And it was like it was a amazing i felt like we were like triangulating data in real time to like we got home in like 50 minutes yeah we um we were using maps to be like okay which roads are blocked and we had a couple of different strategies mm. but you were driving so i'm like let me do the navigation mm-hmm. and i think we made because we just kept every five minutes yeah either be my aunt jay texting me like this ramp is closed or like mm-hmm. i would check twitter and be like this road is closed we're like shit where are we going and I mean, good thing we moved because if we were in the apartment, we would not have been able to get back to our we probably to the wouldn't have been, been able to get out either. No, I don't think we would have. But yeah, we kind of went north of the city, and it w- went relatively easy, and mm-hmm. we, we kind of bypassed everything, which, which was great. But uh, just cra- craziness always happening around here. Well, to that end, our main attraction for today's podcast is another craziness that happened. And I was actually trying to think of this when I went upstairs. It was like December 2020 2020. this happened, but we had to wait an entire year to basically share the story. It's now February 2022. Yeah, which is insane. We kind of sat on this story. And uh, I mean, I I think we just, we needed time before we could tell it, maybe legally and also just, you know, mentally and everything. And uh, I think, again, sometimes I like, you know, it's fun to talk. It's great to talk about fun stories and hilarious things. But sometimes it's good to talk about stuff that aren't as easy to talk about because people go through these things. Like if, you know, like buying a new house is tough or whatever it is, it's always good to talk about the hard things too. Yeah. And so like John and I always make the joke. It's like, we could probably start a new podcast and talk about oh, real life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know, we're obviously th- this, this episode kind of bridges both sides. Yeah, I would say for sure. So, Let's, yeah, we're having fun. We're having fun. Now now it's better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go. Let's like rewind <laughs> to December 2020. This is the second day of yeah. our winter holiday break. Yeah, we're, we're on holidays and everything is. Actually, everything wasn't amazing. Well, I know. But. Yeah. So day one, I just got like sad news of our holiday break that like one of my yeah. dear friends was like, go starting chemo. Yeah. Right. And so I was like a little sad pants. Yeah. Right. Obviously for a fair reason. Um, and so then we're like, okay, well, this is a shitty way to start the winter vacation. Yeah. Right. Cause I was all up in my feels and yeah. whatnot. But then we're like, let's start day two. So I think you and I went on our regular senior walk. Yeah, our regular walk, which we just got back from doing like 20 minutes ago as well. So we just walk our na- our usual spot. And when we go for a walk, we don't bring our phones. We don't bring wallets. We don't bring anything. We really. don't bring masks. No. Yeah. And remember, this is December 2020. No one has a vaccine yet. Things are mostly closed except for like drive throughs or pickup windows or stuff. So yeah, we, and if we're walking outside on our, our street, like, yeah, we don't wear a mask because you're outside. Totally. And like only we are like this committed to our walk, I would yes. say. Um, and so we are finishing our walk. And then I say to John, I'm like, yo, let's go get a coffee at this cute little um, outpost coffee shop, Mm -hmm. like kind of on the south end of our like neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So we now need to like go home, get like our phone for Apple Pay, which is great. Um, 
we don't have to get a mask because it's actually outside yeah and it's like covered yeah or whatnot so we were like okay it's beautifully sunny it's probably like one o'clock at this point yeah we go to the outpost we get a coffee everything's just sunshine everything is just sunshine lollipops we're bundled up i'm in my like sunday best coat you're in your sunday best coat that's right um and then we're walking home walking home and basically we're walking down again a very very busy street it's did you say what time of day it was? One o'clock, one thirty on a Saturday, I believe. Yeah, Saturday or a Sunday. Sunday. It was a Sunday. Sunday. So uh, one o'clock on a Sunday, bright as hell and everything. Birds are chirping, all that great stuff. And I'd say maybe thirty or forty feet away, I see three. We we see three people pushing and shoving each other, but we're so far away. I mean, you have glasses on, and I don't have anything. Yeah, I'm this just is like pre me getting my eyes fixed. I know. I was like, oh, it, to me, it looked like teenagers just maybe playfully pushing and shoving each other. I'm like, okay, whatever. It's just, you know, that's what it looked like to me. So as we're walking closer. We see like, it's it's not a major intersection, but it's enough of an intersection at like a major street. Well, it's, it's, not, it's not a major street, but yeah. it's at an intersection. And so a bus is also like right beside them as if they just got off the bus. So basically we're at a street light and they're on the other side of the street. So we're what, 10, 15 feet away from them now. Totally. And now you can tell that they're not teenagers. They're two, three grownups, two women and one man. Yeah. And it's not playful pushing and shoving. It's this man is taking these women and throwing them to the ground, like yeah. literally hip checking them and there's one other there's a, a second guy who's trying to break things up and so one of the things that was like so traumatizing was like we we either have to cross the intersection mm -hmm. to not really go home like there's probably like another yeah. way like we yeah. can obviously go there's, there's right there's a few ways you there's a go. few ways to get back to our area right but like you're seeing this and i say to john i'm like oh my god like i have to call the cops right like yeah. this was insane it was very aggressive yeah it was just uh, it was a, a man beating up two women basically and i said no of course you do but i'm like let we need to back up we can't get involved like physically we don't have masks on again this is no no one has vaccines so i'm like let's safe safely do this so we kind of back up. I'm like, I don't want this person to see us because you don't know if they have a knife, a gun, a weapon or yeah. anything. And so to that end, I think, okay, so like, and this is what happens when you wait a year and two months to tell a story, but I don't remember the exact order of events if I was like on the phone with I, the cops or he already ran across the street. So basically, I'm, I have a pretty good memory now. So the guy had flipped these two women to the ground. I think he started- He like body flipped Body flipped, flipped them. them. I think he kicked one of them. Yeah. And then there was this second guy- who was just trying to break it up. And so uh, I don't even know if the light turned green, but this guy who was hurting the women all of a sudden darts across the street. Yeah, and then which you, is on our side of the street that we need to get home. So basically we both think he's fleeing. So you're like, yeah. I have to call because he just beat up these two women. Yeah. And he's running from the scene. So you go, I'm like, okay, call 911. But I'm like, stand behind me because I don't want this guy to see you on the phone because he might come after you, right? Yeah. And so I was like, on the phone with the cops and I'm like trying to describe one, like our location and yeah. what's happening. Right. But then, and it was like, Oh, we're on like the Southwest side of blah, blah, blah corner and everything. And they're like, describe the guy. And so I'm like trying to describe it. But then as I'm describing it, yeah. he actually picks up a block a, cylinder, a, a cinder, cinder block, cinder yeah. block. And he starts hitting himself in the head repeatedly, repeatedly with it. Probably 10 to 15 times. And so like, like, I think John and I are both looking at it as oh, yeah. it's happening. And, like, the sound of it was, like, 
nothing I've heard before. It, yeah, not only was could you hear the concrete, you could see it. You could see blood spewing from his yeah. from his forehead, like he busted himself. Hundred percent. It's like when you pop a balloon and it yeah. has like paint in it, yeah, and it just like splatters everywhere. And so at this point, there's no, <laughs> there's no. It's mainly just like. Uh, Oh, no, it's not that. It's... Sorry, I'm just, I'm, just trying, I'm, not making, I'm just trying to lighten things out because this well, is obviously it's going to get darker, so but I don't know what this why. smells like. So, and as this guy's like beating himself almost senseless, that's where I'm like, okay, the, we, we need to, we yeah. need space because he now has a, a deadly weapon with them. And I'm like, you just called 911 and they said they would be there shortly, right? And so then like he starts running across, like the women are crying. The, so, so yeah. So that's when we, I think we figured out like they all know each so, other. Yeah. So basically the women are crying to this guy. I think they're saying his name, like they're saying, please stop, stop, yeah. stop. So let me just, I'll say a couple of quick things and we'll keep going with the mm-hmm. story. The one, I guess, good thing you could say was because they knew him, this wasn't like a random attack. It wasn't like a yeah. random mugging or anything. It's like, these people clearly knew each other mm-hmm. and they were like concerned for, for his well-being. We think either the guy could have been on some kind of crazy drug, you know, mm-hmm. like the bath salts or something. He could have had um, uh, mental problems or mm-hmm. something. Like there's just, he something wasn't right, but these women knew him and they were begging him to stop. And yeah. when they're begging him, like, stop, stop. That's when he darts Back, back across, across towards the them, and I'm like, ba- I'm like, back up to you. Yeah. I'm like, we're so close to this. I'm like, he, I think he he left the cinder block there, right? No, he brought no, it. No, he, with he him. did bring it. That's right, right. And so that was the thing. I was like, holy shit, right? And so then I'm like, you can hear the sirens now. Yeah, the si- the cops came within 90 seconds. I it would- was crazy, and at like, okay, again, we're in a non-vaccinated yes. part of the pandemic. Yeah, where John and I don't have masks. Nobody's wearing masks. No, from like in the crime scene so far, right? And so now the guy ends up coming back over to the other intersection, I think without the block. Without the block, but basically everything's happening so fast. Now they're going down Down the the side street. They're screaming, they're fighting. I'm like, keep our distance, but then we kind of move up with it to see what's happening. And all of a sudden you kind of see- Like the girl gets stabbed. Gets gets stabbed. She goes to the ground. Another girl gets stabbed. And But when this is happening, I'm like, okay- then this is when like six cop cars pull up, right? And so then I guess they end up on somebody's lawn yeah. and like the guy, I guess, gets tackled to the ground, but he's actually stabbed the girl he against stabbed, the tree yeah. and she's kind of like nuestled up against the tree. And so like John and I are kind of like, <laughs> the fuck it? what like, the fuck like is happening? 20 minutes ago, we were having a pleasant walk. 100%. I just wanted to get a coffee. <laughs> like that's all I wanted. Um, and so like, we're watching all of this happen and it, 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 like it, it, it was, was traumatizing. Like, it was traumatizing. And so I would say like everything, like to John's point, like, I think like six cop cars came well, two ambulances. I was going to say the first thing was as these people, as he's stabbing them, the first cop, like I said, the cops came within 90 seconds, which mm-hmm. was amazing. But the first cop car went past us. He, he got, he went to the mm-hmm. wrong location. Mm-hmm. So when the second one came, you and I are jumping like, up, waving like here, here. Yeah. And then, yeah, within less than two minutes, there was four or six cop cars, two ambulances. Mm-hmm. And like they came, thank God they came so quickly. Like what I will say you saved everyone's life because you called 911 so quickly. And well, if you didn't call 911, they'd be dead. Maybe. No, 100, 100, you, you called 911. And, and then at this point, everything's now done. The guy has been tackled. The two women are getting put on gurneys. And then we're like, 
well, we called this in. We have to get the cops' attention. Like, we have to tell yeah. tell someone that we saw everything, right? But it's like, they're not on the gurneys yet. Because I was standing no, on the I know, others. Like, I know. Well, that no. part's faster. But so we're kind of standing on the side street, on the opposite side of the sidewalk for where he's, like, tackled to the ground and yeah. stuff. And, like, the, the witness who was, like, trying to, like, yeah. help, he's, like kind of deflated like yeah. deflated rather and like the woman's property like she's like standing in her door well yeah and everything and so then you and i were like do we need to tell someone we called this in mm-hmm. right and so like we're like kind of one not wanting to like make a scene but not want to interrupt the current scene but then we're like can we leave the scene right right so then um i ended up asking one guy Right. I'm like, excuse me, officer. Like I called this in, like, do we need to stay or can we go home? We live over there. And he's like, oh, actually, yeah, you need to stay. Give a statement. And and give a statement. And so I was like, okay. And then he's like, was asking a couple of questions and he had like that, like notebook, like your dad has. Yeah. (laughs) Detective detective notebook. And so then he's like, oh, do you have your like identification? And I was like, no, no, I don't even have a mask on right now. And so like, I'm freaking out a little bit and you're like, well, we live over there. I can run home and go get it. Yeah. Right. So as you run home, to right. Get, to get our IDs and some masks. I'm describing the situation and this officer thinks from when I called it in, yeah. the event is only on this side of the street. Yeah. And so then I was like, oh no. And then on well, the other. Sorry, because by this time there's a crowd has gathered. Yeah. We were there for a while and cars were driving by and no one was stopping either. But by this time, obviously there's cop cars. So there's all these people on the, on mm-hmm. all over the street. So when you say, well, no, this hap- this guy smashed his head in over there and he's like, holy shit, something happened over there. You guys had to run over because he had the police block it off. Yeah. So we had to put caution tape. So equally traumatizing, I think, was going back to the other side of the street yeah. and like standing in the blood with yeah. him as he like asked the questions and like caution taped it off and like. John wasn't with me for that part. And I think like people started staring and yeah. like, I think you're like, when you got back, you're like, don't say anything to yeah. people. Cause they're going to keep talking yeah, don't to say, you. Yeah. Because when I came back, someone would say like, Oh, people are curious. Like, Oh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then you would say, Oh, this, this happened. Yeah. And then people would want to gather around. I'm like, don't say anything to anyone. Yeah. We don't want to talk to anyone. So I think that was a bit weird. And then we were both standing in like the caution tape area for a little bit. And then a new cop was like, okay, we actually need to take proper statements from each of you guys. And you both have to go separately separately into cop cars. I really wish I had the dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So I was like, what? Like. Uh, (laughs) We're also doing laundry if you guys heard that. (laughs) So. I'm like, oh, um, what you're going to call is like, okay, yeah, like obviously we'll like cooperate and like help. And at that point when we were on the opposite side of the street, we saw the girls get into like the gurneys and go yeah. into the ambulance and we saw the guy actually stabbed himself in the neck. Yep. That's um, right. So triple stabbing. Triple stabbing. And so he was kind of like, he was definitely coked out on either like adrenaline or yeah. on drugs. Like there was no middle ground. Yeah. Um, but it was like, I definitely, I didn't lock eyes with him by any yeah. means, but from where we were standing on our vantage point to the um, ambulance, I saw what his face looked like. Yeah. But then when they were like, okay, John, you and Val have to give, they didn't say our names like that, but they were <laughs> like, 
um, we need each of you to give your statement separately. I went into like like an SUV cruiser, and then yeah. you went into like a pimped out one, didn't you? Yeah, it was like like a not a BMW cockpit, yeah. but it wasn't wasn't a cruiser. It was like a, a regular size one. You sit in the back seat. What was your first? Have you ever been in a cop car? <laughs> have you? Oh man! No, no, uh, no. The short answer is no. The maybe you know, like when you're a kid and like cops come to your school to give like a speech mm -hmm. and sometimes it can be like oh sit in the back of this cop yeah. car. i may have done that but i've never sat uh in the back of a cop car no no, no. oh wait no i i think maybe when i was like when i was a kid we got into a car accident when i was like four really and the cops came and i think my mom and i maybe sat in the back Why? but i've never been like busted or like busted. like you know like jersey shore yeah. like dina drunk on the <laughs> no but i knew i i know about cop cars is a you can't obviously get out. There's no like handles on the inside. And I also know that there's no leg room. So I was kind of prepared. I kind of knew what it would be like. So I didn't know any of those things. Okay. So, so, what, so do you want to talk about your experience first in the back of this cop car? Yeah, do I'll to? do mine. Cause you were gone for like what felt like an hour. So, yeah, it's true. um, I get into the cop car and I think again, you know, you're in the back of a cop car. We're in the middle of a pandemic with no vaccines and you're just like hyper aware of germs. Oh, of I course. would say. So I was like, Who's been in the back? Who's like, been in the back of this? Is it even clean? Am I wearing a mask properly? I have no gloves on. Like, I was just like, all of the different things were flying through my face. Yeah. And like, or sorry, through my brain. And it was like trying not to change my face because I was so like anxious. Of I course. Think. But then I was like hyper aware of the dashboard in the cop car with like the camera and like the yeah. computer that was like typing things yeah. in real time. And so he was just like asking, like he asked like your regular questions. But, but like, did he ask you, okay, is it okay if I film you? Do you remember that part? I think so. And okay. I, I was like, yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the, the only thing I will say, and I remember this being like a heightened time was like, right. Like, um, cause it like, I guess in June was the George Floyd murder. Yeah. And it was like a heightened amount of like, of course, visibility on cops and stuff. And what I would say, this situation was really well handled, but I yes. remember being like in the cop car and like describing the person who mm -hmm. did the stuff and being like, they're like, what was he wearing? And I'm like, uh, a black hoodie and mm. a black jacket. Yeah. What nationality was he? And yeah. I'm like, he didn't speak English, yeah. but I'm like, he was either like Southeast Asian mm -hmm. or like, um, like yeah. APAC. Right. And then they're like, okay, could you understand it? And I was like, well, I know it wasn't English, Spanish or Portuguese or French. Okay, nice flex there. What? Oh yeah, I, I, sp I speak a little bit of all these. Hey, <laughs> well I can understand. You want to speak some, some Portuguese? Hey, <laughs> you want to come on savaca? You want I don't know what Spanish words. <laughs> so then, anyway, so I think yeah, he definitely asked if he could film, and yeah. I was like fine with that. And then he was just like. I think without you and I coordinating our stories after when we discussed them with each other, when we got back into the house, yeah. they basically were like a one-to-one -one match. Yeah. So uh, I'll just jump in real quick. Same, same thing. I had like uh, a guy who seemed fairly young and again, much like vaccines, cops in this day and age are a very uh, tough subject to talk about. Mm -hmm. Everyone's experience is different. Like you said, we are lucky that we had a really good experience with 911 and the cops, how they came so quickly. And mm -hmm. 
And the guy I had was, was very friendly. The cop, I, again, he seemed kind of young and I walked in there and he's like, okay, you know, sorry, it's, it's tight back there. I understand. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's fine. And he's like, do I have your permission to film you? I'm like, yeah. He's like, I think he said something too, like, are you giving me free will to ask you questions? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's no, no problem. And, you know, so he would ask a question, same questions, like, what was he wearing? And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want to get this wrong. I'm also, well, first of all, you saw traumatizing experience but then you're like well what happens if we have to like go to court to be witnesses and what happens if today i said he wore an orange jacket but six months from now i'm like oh he wore a maroon jacket yeah and then do i screw this up so you're also trying to think okay and then he would be was he wearing a hat uh yeah he was wearing a hat what color Mm -hmm. so you're trying to think so much like okay and yeah i i again i felt uncomfortable when he said okay well what's his nationality and all this stuff i'm like this is what I think it is. Did he say all the same questions? And so we did all this stuff and I'm jumping ahead. But yeah, when, when we were finally done and talking, I'm like, what, what answers did you give? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, good. We, not that we were obviously we're not lying, but you're like, you see someone on the street and you talk to someone. Do you remember what color the jacket yeah. was? Do you remember what, co- they asked me what color was he wearing boots or shoes? And remember I tried to take a picture just yeah. in case. And then That's you're right. like, don't show them that you're filming it and it just in case he like yeah, pounces yeah. at us. So so how long do you think you were questioned for? I think I was in the car for like 20 minutes. I'd say so. And so the one thing that, and it was similar to when I cracked my head open holding a coffee. I think I was still holding my coffee. That's right, you were, right, you were, you were. The whole time. And I was like, okay, I'm probably not going to drink this. Yeah. But um, what's your in call it? I was in the, in the cop car and he was just like, you know, if this goes to court, would you like yeah. be a witness and like testify. feel testify and everything? And I'm like, absolutely. And so I'm like, do you know where they're taking the girls? Like, mm-hmm. you know, just to check if they're okay. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, okay, well, you're not family, so I can't tell you kind of thing. But he's like, they're, they seemed like yeah. whatever. And so, um, what you going to call it? So yeah, 20 minutes in and out of the car. But then I had to go stand outside basically near I could see that you were done because you were standing near close to me. I'm like, okay, you're done. And this guy, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm just giving like really long winded questions or anything. And he asked me the same thing. He's like, okay. Uh, he's like, he's like, I'll tell you next steps. He's like, he's like, yeah, would you, uh, if asked to, would you testify as a witness? I said, mm-hmm. yes. He said, next steps are, you know, this will go to this division of police, mm-hmm. this, you know, detective, someone will take on this case and anywhere from, you know, six days from now to six months from now, you might get a call and you might be questioned. Mm-hmm. So he's like, just be prepared. You might hear something quickly. You might not hear something for, for half a year mm-hmm. or you might not hear anything. If, if nothing comes of it, then mm-hmm. you're not going to hear anything. So I'm like, okay, no problem. And the guy's like, okay, well, and again, he was super nice. And he's like, okay, well, let me just take down your phone number. I'm like, yeah, here's my phone number. And he's like, okay, here's mm-hmm. your first, your last name. He's like, okay, give me your email address. So I give it to him. And he's like, huh. I was like, what? He's like, <laughs> oh, you, uh, you got a Hotmail account. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. What do you, what do you want from me? I'm like, I started in <laughs> high school. I'm just like, I never changed it. I get it. I should have a Gmail or whatever. I just, I have a Hotmail, whatever. He's like, oh no, no. He's like, I got a Hotmail as well. He's like, huh. Or he, I was like, why? He's like, what's, when's your birthday again? I'm like, May 15th. He's like, huh. He's like, what year? I'm like, 1985. Maybe you don't give out your whole, all your information. Well, I just gave out my birthday. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, it's this year. And then all of a sudden he's like, I'm like, what's so funny? He's like, you're not going to believe this. He's like, I also have a Hotmail account and my birthday is May 15th, 1985. 
we were the exact same age. I'm like, did you start your hotmail in high school? He's like, I did. I'm like, well, there you go. Well, and to that point, we became besties. John is besties with a fucking cop in his car, and I'm standing in the blood with my sad coffee. <laughs> so I was like, okay. I'm like, I. It's like that scene from Step Brothers. I'm like, did we just become best friends? Yeah, or the Spider Man? <laughs> oh yeah, we're pointing at each <laughs> the other. Meme of that. <laughs> Up to post both of those. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna be in the back of a cop car, you're gonna want. This is a pretty good experience to have, obviously. But so after that, yeah, you and I were kind of like in awe and shock, and we kind of d- discussed what we talked about with the cops. Like, yeah, we gave the same same answer, same everything, and then. So you can tell this part, but I went on to Twitter to check CP24 and City Uh News and just to say they did report, you know, stabbing at this location, blah, blah, blah. But I do find with those reports, if there's like a death, there's usually like a retweet being Uh like so-and-so succumbed to their injuries. So I I made sure to always keep a lookout. Yeah. I never saw that anyone had died. And then I tried to call Mount Sinai to just say like these people were admitted at this time. Do you know if they're okay? But again... Because I'm not family, I can't find out yeah. anything. So, I know I'm I'm 99 sure no one did. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you saved three people's lives. And so we so again, this happened in December 2020, and mm-hmm. we're like, well, we don't want to tell this in case we get called into court or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now it's been well over a year, and we both realized it wasn't a random attack. These people knew each other, so it's not like mm-hmm. it's not going to court. We just knew that. Yeah, and I think so. What was weird is, and I mean, anyone who's probably seen something traumatizing or, you know, just been in something, it kind of, everyone reacts differently, I think, in terms of how they, like, either internalize it and then how they outwardly communicate it. So I think... I don't even know what day it was because it was like my birthday weekend. Oh, it was a couple days before your birthday. Yeah, it was a couple days before my birthday. But for whatever reason, right, because we're obviously still in a pandemic, so we couldn't do anything. Yeah. We went to go drop off something to Maddie and Bryson's house. Yeah. And so then they were like, hey, you know, what's been going on? And I think we were like slightly in shock still. So then we're like, oh, yeah, you know, we were just witnesses in a triple stabbing. Yeah. And then we kind of said it like off the cuff. And I think Maddie and Bryson were like, what the fuck? I think people don't know how to react to it. So we can quickly... We obviously, we, we, we told my parents, we told your family, we, we, we had, this was back when you were still doing lots of Zoom calls with people. So we yeah. had a Zoom call with your high school friends and we were all asking like, oh, how things are going. And then finally gets to our turn and you're like, oh, well, we witnessed a triple stabbing and people kind of laugh, not laughing like, oh, that's hilarious. It's more like an uncomfortable, like, wait, wait what? what? Did you just say yeah. what I think you said? And then they're like, are you okay? Like, yeah, everyone, was, everyone like- was like, are you okay? But everyone kind of had the same reaction you're right where they kind of like a nervous laughter like are you yeah. you're, you're not serious like no no it's thing and so like i would say like you know one of the things that it took a while i would say especially if, i think i don't know actually if you handled it better but i felt like for me personally it took yeah. a while to get yeah. over just being in that intersection yeah and stuff like that um so you know Christmas was different. <laughs> so. I was, yeah, I think we both were, obviously. <laughs> right. I, I, I think. We hit all the knives. So. Um, no, I think we both, it was, um, it was very tough for both of us. Mm-hmm. And then the only thing that helped me was knowing that it wasn't random. It's not like we live in a safe area. So it wasn't like we saw people getting mm-hmm. mugged. It was people who knew each other and there was, 
either drugs or mental health problems or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. It was not a random attacking, which made it easier for me. Yeah. And then I think just coupled with that and like other things that like was happening, you know, happening in the background and stuff, we ended up like talking to a psychologist about it. And she actually said she, and it was really interesting. She's like, wow, Val, that's a lot of stuff in one thing. And she, she was just very much like, you know, you shouldn't be scared to be, in your city because yeah. it's like freak accidents can happen whenever well, she said something that made it make sense she made, like, she made an analogy even about like if you're driving a car and you get into a car crash would that stop you from driving forever because you know how long have you you've been driving for 15 years you've been in one car crash it doesn't happen very often so you and i we've been living in downtown trial for 15 years uh-huh. and we saw one violent stabbing obviously anywhere People, this happens every day. You check Twitter, stabbing at this intersection, mm-hmm. shoot, shooting at this intersection. We were at the wrong place at the wrong time. I would argue we were at the right place at the right time because you save people's lives by calling 911 mm-hmm. so quickly. So, so I guess the moral of the story is uh, bring your wallet, your ID, and your phone and a mask everywhere you go everywhere you go so and i never did have that coffee i know i know that was that that sucked so uh yeah i think it's like i think the other thing i would say is if you see something witness something like that don't hesitate to to talk to someone and get help whether it's a psychologist mm-hmm. or a friend or a family member anyone like i think it definitely helped us just kind of talking it out with a professional and talking yeah. it out with friends and stuff like that. And I think it's also like, if you see something, say something, because I do think a lot of time people can just like, you know, to John's point at the beginning of the podcast for this section, we didn't know what we were thinking. Like it was like, Oh, could it be a bunch of kids? Yeah. Like just playfully fighting play, or totally like horse playing around or whatever. But it is like, you know, <laughs> shit happens. Call the cops. Exactly. And so, well, well, I, I don't know. I think it's definitely, I mean, it made for a podcast episode. Well, we're right at it. We're at an hour in. So, I mean, do you want to talk about like Punxsutawney Phil or? <laughs> I feel like we need to end on a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got Well, that. I guess the positive note would be I'm in the in the market to buy some new kitchen knives. Oh, yeah, that's right? true. I don't know. We sold one of our microphones last week. That's right. Um, which was good. Which is good. We only good. have one left to sell. So, if you guys want... A Blue Yeti microphone. For never a, been used. Never been used for 150 bucks. But if you say you listen to the podcast, I'll give it to you for 148 <laughs> Hit us up on Instagram or Facebook and we'll sell it to you. We got one microphone left. I love these new Rodecast microphones. Yes. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll get some new some new uh, knives. I was also uh, so sad. Love Little Caesars. We got Little Caesars the other day and I forgot to order pepperoni. It was heartbreaking. <laughs> it just makes it sound like all we eat is pizza. <laughs> oh yeah blondies little caesars <laughs> well i don't know do you want to get into the band of the week and anything else you want to touch on um we're definitely going to try and do roomies either episode five or six maybe because next yeah. next week is all about home renovation so next week's oh, episode yeah. is great we talk about getting new windows a new roof we talk about the chaos that came with it oh my god great it's a crazy episode crazy so episode. always some fun shit going on in this <laughs> this house so yeah, we'll do room, roomies. Is some great episodes, mm-hmm. some great stuff there. So we'll figure that stuff out soon. But mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to touch on? Um, nope. So sometimes we we always we obviously are big music fans, and I always love it. I didn't put your sign on. Ah, damn it! We forgot to put on the neon sign. It's like I was involved in a triple stabbing. Oh boy. <laughs> 
So one of my favorite things is when we listen to music and you'll be like, oh, I really love so-and-so rapper. So you'll be like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we like this one song by this guy named Orville Peck. Which I didn't know he's Canadian. I went to his Wikipedia and it's like, lives somewhere in Canada from parts unknown. Like he's a very mysterious guy. Mysterious guy. We listened to one song and it sounded like very much like Chris Isaac slash like Roy Orbison. Can you not break my teeth? I'm just trying to fix these things. Trying to fix my teeth. Keep going. Now I'm too PTSD from that (sighs) one. So PTSD, you're making me kill spiders from ceilings when I got PTSD. I break my teeth every four years. (laughs) Anyways, our band of the week is not Orville Peck, but what I love <laughs> is when you'll tell me like, oh, I love Kendrick Lamar or like I love Action Bronson. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, this is great. These are really cool. But a year or two ago, you told me like, oh, I really like Logic because I always try and sprinkle in some Logic music. And I mm-hmm. guess you just one day were like, I like this guy. I think you listen to him on your own, right? Yeah. So Logic, I'm a big fan. He's a rapper slash singer, just whatever. He does everything. He produces a lot of his own music. But there's a TV show on Apple Plus, which I wouldn't mind watching, called Mr. Cor- Corbin okay. with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And on the soundtrack has a Logic song. Ooh. And we both really liked this song. Totes. And so I thought, what better way to s- celebrate this episode than with going Logic? So the song's called The Feeling, and it's from the Mr. Corbin soundtrack. So the song of the week by the band of the week is The Feeling by your boy Logic. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com, fuck Facebook, slash live at 605, <laughs> and holla at your boys on Twitter and Instagram. Oops, I'm at Mountain but also follow the podcast on Instagram at live at 605. We'll post all kinds of fun stuff there. And for yourself? Uh, I am Val Gomez 23 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. TikTok. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Val. Be easy and safe. Yes, be safe. Bye.
take away from it If I got the 800, I've been doing everything I want instead of the shit that they wanted Can't get blooded cause it ain't no fun Said I got a lot of pressure but the boy we a ton And some don't know where I'm from, I'm done, felt shun Fuck them all